Hey there, it's Clay with modernlove.life. Today we're talking about three things that make your ex chase you again. I know that there are a lot of people in this relationship advice space that will tell you that you know you need to play hard to get, you need to pretend to be disinterested, you need to pretend like you're dating a million other people or something like that. I don't know, maybe those things work, maybe they don't. Hit and miss at best if you ask me. But let's talk about what is really going to maximize your chances of your ex actually chasing you rather than trying to orchestrate and engineer some sort of elaborate high school-ish you know, uh, facade out there. Uh, the first thing is to live your life the best that you can. Okay, I know that we're all in different places in life. We're all going through different things. Um, but you have to take whatever life has given you and do the absolute best that you can to maximize your own life, okay? Now, I know that you're like, okay, what does this have to do with getting back together with my ex? Where's the reverse psychology? Where's the ninja tricks? Where's the where's the what to text them sort of stuff? But you have to understand that more important than what you say or what you do is who you're being as you're saying and doing these things. That's why it is important for you to consider like, okay, what am I doing here, right? What, what am I doing here on this this planet <laughs> in this life and all of that? Am I just here to, you know, go through the motions at work and then come home and then zone out on TV or video games or something and then repeat indefinitely until my life is over? Or am I here to actually make a difference in something? And, you know, let me tell you, there there is one sort of universal commonality between um, attractive people. And that is that they are up to something in their life. You know, they're not just sitting on the couch watching TV or whatever. And so I'm going to encourage you to start living into what is most relevant for your life, what is most important for you, what is most in alignment with where you want to go and what you want to do with your life. Um, this this is going to demonstrate to your ex that you are living into your values, that you're pursuing something meaningful with your life, and that you're you know trying to do something out there in the world. And um, you know, assuming that what you have to offer them, we'll, we'll we'll get into this more a little bit, but assuming what you have to offer them is in alignment with what they're looking for, yeah, that's going to be massively attractive. And, you know, probably you and your ex do have certain vision, certain values in common. And as you start to live into your values, you're going to start to activate uh, some things that start to catch their attention in terms of their values. And that's going to make them want to uh, be near you and be a part of your life and to engage with you because you are up to something, because you're out there doing something, because you are trying to make a difference in the world in some capacity or other. Honestly, these are the types of people that I like to work with the most because, yeah, we can we can take care of a lot of stuff. Like the people that come to me and they're um, you know, just going through the motions in life, that's a lot harder because, you know, I have to, it's not just a matter of saying the right thing or sending the right text message to get your ex back. I hope you get that from listening to this video and all of the other videos that I've done that touch on this subject. It's not just a matter of saying the right thing. And if you do think that it's just a matter of saying the right thing, you're going to have a very, 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 very hard road ahead of you. Um, and if you are willing to do some of the deeper work in terms of 
doing something meaningful with your life, going after your values, maybe working through some of the deeper level stuff that might be holding you back emotionally, uh, whether that's insecurity or trust or worthiness or holding on to the past or whatever it might be for you. If you're able to do that, you're going to be in a much better place. Whereas if you are still holding on to insecurity and not good enough issues and stuff like that, um, and you're just not doing what you can do to make a meaningful difference in your life and the life of the people around you and maybe even the world in general, it's going to be so hard. It is going to be so hard if you're not willing to do that because essentially you're you're not inviting your ex or really anyone into a compelling journey to come on with you, okay? That's really what a relationship is. It's looking at someone and saying like, hey, this is what I got to offer. Do you want to come with me? And if you don't like what you have to offer right now, now is the time to start working on that. Now is the time to work through some emotional issues. Now is the time to, I don't know, get your career in shape if it needs to get in shape in some way or get your you know body, your physique in shape if you need to get in shape that way or uh, you know take care of other things that might be going on in your life. You know, Start that business that you've wanted to start or um, um, start picking up that hobby that you've wanted to take on or, or whatever it might be. Go ahead and do those because that is going to allow you to be much more passionate in your life, which is going to spill over into your interactions with other people and, of course, into your ex, which is going to be much more enrolling for them in terms of saying like, hey, do you want to be a part of what I got to offer? You know, I mean, there's like a huge difference between like, hey, here I am. I'm sad. I'm watching TV all the time. I'm just kind of trying to get by. Do you want what I have to offer? Versus someone who's like, yeah, I want to start this business and I want to, you know, be able to work anywhere in the world and travel and work on my laptop wherever I can get Wi-Fi and see all these wonderful places and do all these wonderful things and, you know, check off all of these things on on my bucket list of, you know, I want to see this famous place. I want to go to this famous thing. I want to, you know, finally experience this important thing in my life. I want to, you know, be on all seven continents or whatever. Like that, that's, that's night and day. So go ahead and live the most important life that you can because number one, you deserve it. You deserve to go after your life. And maybe it's not like a travel thing. Maybe it's not a business thing. But whatever is important for you, maybe it's creative expression. Maybe it's emotional healing. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it is. Maybe it's uh, uh, you know taking your career seriously instead of just doing the bare minimum. Maybe it's, I don't know, whatever it is. Maybe it's being an awesome parent. But go ahead and live into it full throttle because that is going to up-level you in so many ways that is going to affect you, obviously, in the relationship capacity, but also in other capacities of your life as well, too. Um, The second thing that you can do to make your ex chase you is to be a responsible and mature adult. You would think that this would be a no-brainer, but, you know, we are here on the internet and there are other people making videos on YouTube that are encouraging you to not be a mature and responsible adult. They're encouraging you to play petty games. They're encouraging you to um, play mind games. They're encouraging you to pretend to be someone or something that you are not. They are encouraging you to uh, basically suppress who you are and to put up this facade of something else so that you can somehow attract someone into your life. And again, up to you what you want to do with yourself. If you want to do that, okay, but just be prepared for the consequences of it. And if you do that sort of stuff, the consequences are, okay, maybe you get the guy, maybe you'll get the girl, but you're going to have to keep this facade up forever, as long as you want that relationship to continue. And if you want that relationship to continue forever, that means you need to consistently 
walk on eggshells. You need to consistently suppress who you are. You need to consistently pretend to be someone that you're not. You need to consistently put on an act, put on a performance, and do all of these things that you need to do to kind of keep the plates spinning in the air. And that is not an enjoyable experience for me, anyway. I, that That's not what I want. I want a relationship where I can just... Um, you know, relax into it, knowing that, hey, the woman in my life is there because she loves me, and uh, it's it's me. It's not me pretending to be someone else. It's not me pretending to be something else. It's just me. And a lot of the people I talk to are sort of similar in that way. So why play this relationship thing on hard mode? Let's just be a reasonable, mature adult. And that doesn't necessarily mean just not playing mind games. Obviously, mind games are the like crazy side of the spectrum. Um, there's so many other ways that we can you know, not be a mature adult. And many of those ways is just because we have never been given the tools on how to actually have a reasonable and decent conversation. Um, you know, I talk to people many times who, you know, maybe there's some sort of awkward situation between them and their ex or them and their partner or something. And they're like, okay, like, what do I do about it? What do I do about it? Um, and many times they're just sort of dancing around this this topic, this this awkward situation of like, how do we relate to each other? This is kind of um, uncomfortable. I'm a little bit anxious. You're a little bit anxious. And what you would do if you were a responsible and mature adult is you would just call it out and say, hey, this seems a little bit um, uncomfortable for me right now. Does it seem a little bit uncomfortable for you too? What if we just uh, agreed that we're going to do our best to be nice to one another and we're not going to go out of our way to hurt one another? Is that something we can agree to? Okay, cool. Well, with that being said, let's just relax and have a good time. And if you just call it out and if you just are, are willing to deal with things and communicate things in a clear and reasonable sort of way, there is so much ease that can come into your relationships if you just do that. Now, obviously, that in, that involves letting go of the mind games and the playing hard to get and all that BS. But that also involves learning how to call out things in the moment that are happening. That also involves learning how to talk about your own experiences, learning how to create agreements with your partner. Because, I mean, re- really, when you boil it all down, that's all relationships are, is just the agreements that we have with one another. That's all your relationship is. That's all your marriages. That's all your friendships are, just agreements. Like, hey, I've got your back. You've got my back. Or, hey, we're, we're going to be in this uh, as long as the sex is good. Or, hey, we're going to do this as long as I'm getting my needs met. Or, hey, um, if I do this, then you, uh, that's really all relationships are. And if you don't like the agreement that you currently have, or if it's not working for you, um, then it's time to start to reconsider some things and maybe potentially... Uh, revise those agreements or make new agreements or let go of agreements that aren't working. And so it's really important to be able to do that as well too. And by the way, if you want to do that, we have our course called Effortless Connection, which covers um, communication strategies on how to, you know, actually have a reasonable, mature interaction with uh, someone um, as 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 an adult, right? Without mind games, without pretending to be someone or something that you're not, without just sort of dancing around awkwardly uncomfortable issues and pretending that they're not there. And so if that's something that you do want to learn more about, we of course have our course called Effortless Connection over at modernlove.life slash 
E as in effortless, and C as in connection. So it's modernlove.life slash EC. Um, feel free to check it out. If it's right for you, feel free to sign up. If it's not right for you, that is totally okay as well, too. But there it is. Uh, the third thing that's going to make your ex chase you is if you hit the like button on YouTube for this video. It helps us out with the YouTube algorithm, and it will probably not stop your ex from chasing you, at least. Um, I don't know if it will actually make them chase you, all joking aside, but it won't hurt. I'm pretty sure it won't hurt. Uh, in all seriousness, though, the, the other thing that's going to help you when it comes to getting your ex to chase you is to connect emotionally with them rather than trying to force things to look or seem a certain way. I get it. You know, you're here because you were in a relationship with someone. That relationship was special and you want to get that relationship back. But if you think about it, you don't just want the status of being in a relationship, most likely. You want the connection, the love, the closeness, the bonding, the trust, the intimacy, and all that stuff that you think that being in a relationship is going to give you. So if that's really what you want, why go for the relationship hoping that all the good stuff follows when you can just get the good stuff and then let the relationship naturally and organically arise out of that? And if you think about it, that's actually how probably you and your partner got together in the first place. Um, at least ideally, you know, when I talk to people in the, in the dating world, what I recommend that they do is that they, um, just start out having a calm interaction with someone, having no expectations, being detached from outcome and all of that. And then if you have things in common, if you click, if you have rapport, if you have shared values, if you have all these wonderful things, then cool, get closer, spend more time together, and let the relationship naturally and organically grow out of that. That's that's how things develop between me and, me and my wife. That's how things develop in a lot of uh, uh, people out there in the dating world. I mean, I think we all know this in a dating sense. You know, you don't show up on the first date and say, okay, are we going to get married? What are our kids' names going to be and all of that stuff? That's like putting things way too far in into the future. And we don't want to do that when it comes to saving a relationship either. We want to keep things focused on the emotional connection, take it one step at a time, and just be detached from outcome. Because when we get too far into the future, what happens is we're not meeting our partner where they're at emotionally. They're probably not in a place where they're ready to make an emotional commitment to you right right now. They're not in a place where it makes sense for them to be in a relationship right now. They have all of these concerns, all of these hurts, all of these uh, fears, all of these insecurities, all of these anxieties that, that they're still exploring with you. And until we can actually just connect with them and put some of those at ease, they're not going to be ready to have the, you know, getting back together commitment talk yet. So just stay connection focused just stay curious, just bond with them, and let that take you where it's going to take you. And as it gives rise to a connection, then the, the, the commitment will organically come up out of that. So once again, we want to live the best life that you can live. You know, work through your emotional stuff, take whatever you need to do in your life to that next level, whether that's your career, your fitness, your friends, your, your hobbies, your, your spirituality, your, 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 your whatever it is that you're doing, and go ahead and take that to the next level. Then, you know, be a, a reasonable adult. Be willing to actually communicate with 
your ex uh, in a reasonable sort of way without the mind games, without pretending to be something that you're not, without uh, just sort of awkwardly dancing around things. Um, Number three and a half, uh, hit the thumbs up button, right? Do it it for all clay here. Um, And then number three is to actually connect emotionally and take things one step at a time, being detached from outcome and letting the relationship arise organically. If you're able to do this, then you're going to be showing up in a lot of the ways that maybe some of these other videos try to externally cause you to show up, except it's going to be legit. It's going to be real. You know, they say, you know, don't seem too interested. Don't seem like you want it so much. Um, But how do you do that if you actually do want it, if you actually are over-invested, right? Then you have to like start pretending to be something that you're not. But if you start working through some of the deeper emotional issues of insecurity, of not enoughness, of, of, hey, I don't deserve this or whatever then you're naturally going to start to have a more grounded way of being that you bring to your interactions. If you actually start doing this, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable actually having more uncomfortable conversations. And you're actually going to be able to connect emotionally a whole lot more because you're not going to be stuck in your head overthinking and overanalyzing so much stuff. And you're also going to be much more likely to hit the like button for all clay here. Um, Anyway, with that being said, thanks so much. Please take care and I'll talk to you next time.